Blog Talk Radio. on loudmouthradio.com. It is always a pleasure to be on air, and today is always a great time to have a conversation. And today's show is a special edition that we're bringing you here on live on Loudmouth Radio, November 30th, 2017. I don't know what you may be doing, but we appreciate you taking the time out to listen to us right here in the heart of the middle of the day. And uh, I don't know if you listen by phone, if you listen on your computer or your tablet, but I'm going to make sure that you have the ability to phone in and be a part of the conversation if you choose. And that actual studio nine is 347-826-7520. So if you would, make sure you hit the one key in order to let us know that you would like to speak to us live. And uh, if you're listening online, you can actually listen directly at loudmouth.com. Uh, sector on blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouth and you must put in two D's in order to hear what we got to say because that'll put you right to our actual page online and uh, we are so excited to be here and today we're going to um, really work towards uh, making sure that people have a really tough conversation about some things that are prevalent in our world and not just in our local communities but around the world and today we're having a tough conversation about HIV and AIDS and we have some very special guests that we're very excited about introducing to some and uh, you know involving to others and uh, I, I always want to make sure that people are connected to us um, you know whatever time of day you may be listening to the show because the great thing is with us being an online radio network we have the ability to be on air whether it's live or you're listening to our archives and uh, we're available on multiple apps uh, from Stitcher Radio, if you're in your car, to iTunes for our Android, iPhone users. You have the ability to download TuneIn Radio, which archives every show we've ever done from the very beginning. We're so excited. Next year um, is coming up on us so fast. And we're, we're stretching our wings and entering into our fifth year as a radio network. And that is by far an amazing feat. And we're so grateful for that. Um, so if you've been listening to us from the very beginning, uh, you know that we started this show um, with one pilot show, Night Talk Live with Jill King and Sonny. And today I get an uh, opportunity to hear my, my uh, former co-host and friend and brother um, talk today about some exciting things he's got going on because he is a part of this actual platform today. Um, he is an author. So I'm pretty sure many of you may know him from the book on the download, and he's come back with a new book. So we'll have opportunity to speak to him. And Jazzy's going to uh, definitely give you guys opportunity to say uh, what you feel in your heart because, of course, you know she's going to open up the airways when she starts chattering. <laughs> so this is Sonny, your producer, uh, live here on Live Off Radio. 
And uh, I, I just want to thank each and every one of you guys uh, for participating in our network as a, uh, as a brand. If you're on social media, like our page, Loudmouth Radio Network, we are on Facebook. And uh, we also want to thank our, um, our media partners that have been with us uh, from the very beginning and uh, those who have been a part of our, our early start all the way up into our progression at this point. It's always a blessing just to be on air. Um, so listen, we're going to hear a little bit about one of our media partners right now as we speak. And the next voice you'll hear be Jazzy as she speaks uh, right here live on Loudmouth Radio. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Bright on Former Wear by Jakar is located at 215 Old Town Way in McDonough, Georgia, celebrating their one-year anniversary with select wedding gowns up to $500 off, bridesmaids' dresses up to $50 off, mother, bride, and groom, prom, and concierge up to $100 off. All accessories 10% off, such as veils, jewelry, garter, headpieces, and more. Make sure you stop in today again at 215 Old Town Way in the heart of McDonough, 678-884-6458. And you can find them online at jacarsbridal.com. Hello, everyone. I am so happy to uh, be brought on to this wonderful platform that I get to call home. I'm excited always to be able to bring you new, old, uh, exciting, tough conversations. You know, we, as uh, Sunny said, started this broadcast five years ago, and my show is still here, um, but we do a lot of special editions. But The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Jazzy Jones-Smith is still live and well. And today, we wanted to bring this conversation and this platform to you because we feel like it's a lot of things that are unspoken. It's a lot of myths. It's a lot of untruths. But definitely, it's a lot of healing and support and resources that... um, is available or is being created. How about that? And we wanted to be able to bring you people who are experts in their own field, in their own right. Um, We have a very wide and broad um, special guests that are coming on, and so we're excited about having them uh, come to talk to us here at Loudmouth Radio um, about a a, a tough discussion. Um, It's not easy to talk about painful things or things that make us uncomfortable, but at this time and at this era, and especially here in the Atlanta, Georgia area, it is just, I can't even find the word, it's just outrageous, It's, it's unimaginable how many people are affected here locally in, in Atlanta. And so we felt like it was very important for us you know, as activists for so many things, but definitely an activist for life, that we bring the conversation to the table and talk about it. So that's why we wanted to have this show. So we will be bringing on, as Sonny said, J.L. King. He'll be on. He's a busy man, and we were able to snag him with the um, launching of his new book. And so we're always excited when he says, you know, I got you. And that's a privilege and that's an honor. We also are excited about having Kevin English. Minister Kevin English and I are just the best of buddies out on the field uh, working with the homeless and and people who are in need, but definitely those that are 
uh, infected and need information about HIV and AIDS uh, resources and education. And we will also be bringing on the founder uh, of Halos of Red Foundation, uh, newly organized but definitely needed foundation for HIV AIDS uh, re-education, resources, transportation, and housing. And that's going to be Nicole Borger. Did I say her name right? Because I always mess it up. I always say Borger because um, we normally just call her Nicole. But we also have a few other people that may chime in. And definitely, once again, these are people who have been working with directly people who are infected, people who are affected um, indirectly and directly. Uh, but we also have some people who are interested in just listening because they want to know the facts. They want to know, you know, what it's like to have it, what it's like to, um, or where to go for information. And, you know, so we just want to be able to have a platform where people feel comfortable. So if you want to call in and if you want to ask a question and you want to have an input that is respectful, let me just be first to say, we will cut you off. If you call into the show with jokes and disrespect, we will very happily cut you off and we do have your phone number so if you want to do that um please know that we will we will do the the necessary things after which Um, we've had a couple of um people who have called into some shows that were very insensitive um comments that they gave and so we want to make sure that we are protecting those that are on the show we may not always agree we may have a difference of opinion however we do want to make sure that everybody has a platform to speak their truth and that that we can all get some understanding and, ed- and education so having said that the phone number is 347-826-7520 i'm sorry i'm a little shaky today i have a major congestion issue going on of all days to have the show but hey you know we love each other so we'll deal with it but again the number is 347-826-7520 boy I'm shaky I should have the producer it's okay I know I hear you (laughs) I hear you honey Uh, uh, but listen I I think it's so important that can we talk about uh, definitely um, tomorrow is a world um, excuse me world AIDS day and uh, we're very, very happy as a network uh, to be invited and to be a part of uh, sponsoring such an amazing event. Um, uh, AIDS Atlanta, AIDS Atlanta, and uh, Russell Patterson um, has has been so diligent about um, you know bringing this important, very important day uh, to the community. So tomorrow uh, we'll be a part of the uh, main event that's going on. Um, so look, I, I think it's important, you guys. If you if you're not familiar with Aid Atlanta, you can actually find them on Facebook. You can find them online. Um, with the uh, uh, AIDS World Day um, event tomorrow will be taking place with um, Bishop O.C. Allen as the featured featured speaker. Um, just an amazing panel of people will be involved in this particular event. So tomorrow um, is is going to be a amazing opportunity um, as well for us as a radio network to speak about um, some very important things that are going on in our communities at large. So um, definitely we want to invite you to tune in and listen in as well. 
as we will be um, a part of many, um, I'm sure there's going to be many, many, many World AIDS Day uh, events taking place um, throughout the world because it is a global recognized day. And I think it's very important in Atlanta that we do not uh, minimize um, the impact of what um, World AIDS Day means. So, and I want I wanted to chime in. I wanted to I want to cut you off because you know that's what I do. Um, but I really wanted to say that it's it's imperative that we have the conversations continually over and over and over. You can never get enough, and that's what I think has happened. Um, but we're going to bring in our one of our special guests is already on with us, and that's Kevin English because we want to have the conversation about how it's needed to continue to uh, be spoken about. So Kevin, come on in, join us on the big comfy couch. And uh, grab a cup of coffee and drink. <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Hi, Can you all love. hear me? We can okay, hear you fine. Morning. Thank you Great. so much for taking a break out of your busy schedule to come and talk to us about something I know that not only is, you know, important to you, but it's also, we talked about this being your ministry and, and you finding your purpose in this. And so we're so glad to have you come on. Tell us all about you and what you do and how we can uh, be a part of all of the things that you do and what the audience needs to hear about this this eve. All right. I appreciate um, being invited to speak to your audience this morning. Um, again, my name is Kevin English Taylor. You forgot that part, but it's all right. Um, I did. Tell Raymond, <laughs> don't kill me. Oh, my goodness. Right. That's right. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you fought to have that name with us. That's correct. <laughs> Kevin so, English um, Taylor is joining us. Got it. So yes, tomorrow is World AIDS Day. And this is a, uh, an important day for me as um, I've been living with uh, HIV for 29 and a half years. And so um, I've been in this struggle. I have fought a good fight. I fight for those who are afraid to speak for themselves, who are ashamed, um, who I've run across so many people in the work that I do, which, you know, I've worked in, a, in the HIV field for the past 16 years. And so in that, I've done a lot of HIV testing of people over the years. I have counseled people. I have given people positive test results um, in my line of work. Um, as young as 17 years old and as old as in their 60s. So that, that range, um, that gamut range is, is very broad wow. from men, young men, young boys to uh, married women who have mm-hmm. tested positive. Our seniors are testing positive for HIV. So, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I say if you have having sex, no mm-hmm. matter what you look like, who you're sleeping with, if you're engaging in unprotected sex, you can get infected with HIV. No matter wow. if you're black, white, short, tall, fat, skinny, straight, gay, bisexual, pansexual, whatever. If you're having sex, unprotected mm-hmm. sex, you're at risk for contracting HIV. Point blank simple. I love that. You know, one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you... Um, as a guest on the show is because you take away the stigma of I have HIV and I'm dead and instantly, um, you know, and because people are so afraid 
of the word, number one. You don't, people not even having the, you won't even speak it. You won't even say the name. Like you hear people saying, exactly. don't say the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they'll stumble a, over the word. Right. And I tell them, say it. Don't be yes. afraid of it. Say it. HIV, AIDS, say it. And until we get comfortable saying it, then, you know, it's going to be the stigma, the fear, and we're going to continue to infect each other. Right. And what right. I, one of the things that I don't understand is what the generation today, the millennium, is mm-hmm. that they still mm-hmm. see HIV as a death sentence. And I'm like, but you weren't even born then to even see that. So where are you getting this information from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's because of the way, you know how they say, well, the word on the street. It's because they're getting street information. They're not getting accurate education. And a lot of times we feel like the education that has gone out is null and void, it's no good. And, and we, quote unquote, need a new education. But it's not necessarily a new. The facts are still the facts. The information and the resources are still the same. But it's now how do we, um, how do we address the millennials? How do we address that 19-year-old to 35 that somehow has missed the information and miss the fact that it is so much out here that was not available in 1980. You know, right? You know right. what I'm saying? And I, yeah, I do. I was there, and I believe mm-hmm. if we get in the schools, not in the college, um, on the college campus, we need to Thank get in the schools you. younger. Thank um, you. Because the kids are having sex at 11, 12, and 13 years old. Right. But we right. want to pull the blinders on and, and think that they're not. But then when you get a little girl who's pregnant or comes in and has HIV. At 11 and 12, yes. Yeah, that young. Mm-hmm. So I've, it's obvious that we need to educate them in the schools earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what I think, too? I think that not even only just for the HIV and AIDS conversation, I think one of the main things that I find on the the note of it being needed to start earlier, I think we're so afraid, especially here in America, um, in the Western states, I think we're so afraid of talking about sex. See, we can't talk about HIV and AIDS. I think the main thing is that we have to talk about sex and be comfortable with talking about the word S-E-X. Because well, until we can made, get comfortable, it's ridiculous. We, we can't talk well, about we AIDS. Made, we've made the word sex dirty. It's a dirty, bad right. thing. That's right. what we were taught. Don't do right. it. You shouldn't have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait till you get married. Well, people are not waiting until they get married. So it needs right. to be, the education needs to be had early. Very That's early. So I That's mean, so true. you know, children, um, their bodies react to certain things. You know, I have grandsons that are two and three, well, two and four year olds, and their penises get hard, and they don't understand right. why their penis is hard, mm-hmm. other than maybe mm-hmm. they have to go pee, or maybe they just got aroused and don't understand why they are aroused outside right. of having to go to pee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're right, but it's it's for the parents. You know, this we could we could honestly have this show and this conversation for ten hours and still not cover right. it all because it is such a broad um, area of conversation and so many ideas and things that we need to do. But the main thing is one of the reasons I love you so much is because you're a doer. You don't just talk about, hey, I have HIV, I've lived with it. 
and that's it. Because you have some people who have been brave enough to say, this is what I have, this is what I live with, but they do absolutely nothing outside right. of that. A lot of them won't even continue to get treatment or stay on the treatment. But if they do, they're like, well, this is my struggle, my fight, my burden, and I don't even my want secret. to help anybody else. My secret. Right. And my so, secret. My secret. So the saddest part is those of us that are on the front lines, whether we're affected or not affected, have to be active doers. The one thing I love about this radio network and this platform is that we are actively saying, hey, we will bring the topics and we will bring the guests to have the conversation. What are you doing? What is the next exactly. for the next listener to do with this information? Because as you started the show off, and as many as our guests will come on and say the same thing, this does not have an economic stopping point. It does not have a racial stopping point. It, it doesn't care. It doesn't have an age stopping. It just goes to whomever is having sex. Whether that sex, and I want to be very clear because a lot of people feel like, well, I'm not gay, so I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get infected. Okay, right. Well, that I'm doesn't, that having, doesn't affect me. <laughs> right. That doesn't affect mm-hmm. me. But guess what? There are people, there are children, women, and men being raped. So it's not always about I'm just out here freely having sex. If you don't right. understand what's going on with this disease, and somebody forcibly takes you, unfortunately, it happens. How then do I live with this disease I did not prepare for, ask for, or even fathom that I could get by any means? And so we have to have this conversation. It is needed. And, and And I agree, it has to start in the elementary school. These kids are grabbing um, smartphones and tablets. Yeah. <laughs> and honey, they pulling up sites that we don't even know exist. Exactly. And they're being exposed to so much that if we feel the, like our children don't know, we're blinded. Exactly. Their peers are educating their peers. You know, mm-hmm. if you ask mm-hmm. the kids about certain, I mean, I've learned about sexual positions and things that they're doing now. Um, something I heard about years ago is that uh, with girls is that it, they felt like if they were having anal sex, they were still virgins because their vagina wow. hasn't been penetrated. Or they're having Are oral sex, but they're still virgins. Oh, yeah. They said as long as the vagina has not been. Wow. But as long as the vagina has not been penetrated, they're still a virgin. They can put it in their rears, in the in in uh, in the anal area, in their mouth, and they're still a virgin. Isn't that such a misconception? And so, that's those... such a false belief. That's horrible. Hey, mm-hmm. listen, guys, I want to say we have quite a few people that are listening. If you want to partake in the conversation, please press the key number one on your keypad and we'll bring you in. Go ahead, Kevin. Jazz, you guys are doing great. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Madam President. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's um, in, in, in 35 plus years in HIV, we're still behind the eight ball. Um, t- today, no one should be getting infected with HIV with with the ch- with um, you know we have with all now. the medical yes yes yeah, and Kevin, we, we got have, somebody that we wants have to come speak. a long way okay yes we have uh, listener you're live please tell us your name and where you're calling from welcome to Live on Radio hi this is Nikki and I am passing through uh, Atlanta good morning hey Kevin. Nikki good morning Johnny hey, good morning Nikki. everyone. 
Um, yes, absolutely. Um, the kids are being taught this, and not only are they being taught, taught this in, in school, but they're also being told this by their peers as well as adults that are telling them that they can still maintain their um, and, and be virtuous without having what they call vaginal intercourse. So um, I definitely agree. I've heard that not only from, you know, my children when they were younger, that they were told this, the exact same thing. And in this day and age, I would agree with the whole team that people shouldn't be con- um, con- contracting any type of HIV and AIDS with the amount of awareness that is out here in the community right now. It's so true. Yep. Nikki, thank you so yep. much for coming on. We appreciate your input um, from so many levels as a parent, um, as a minister, but definitely in the um, criminal justice system that you've been a part of. And you've seen so many different ways and different areas that this thing has just spread through. And the information is here. But as Kevin said, and as many guests will repeat, and we will repeat it and we repeat it, the prop, one of the main problems is is Everything that we are afraid of becomes the stigma. We cannot right. talk about it. Shh, be quiet. Don't say it, and it'll go away. You know, if, if we don't mm-hmm. talk about it, if we don't talk about anything that deals with anything that embarrasses us or hurts us or that we're afraid of or that, you know, somebody is going to shame us about, then we're okay. And the, the sad part is, is we're not. We're not okay. And as many things, as many holistic things that have been proven, which is a whole nother show that yeah, that's can help us eradicate a whole nother conversation that can eradicate this thing in many ways. However, from a pharmaceutical point, many people feel like, Well, I can't go get the treatment because I can't afford it but they don't realize mm-hmm. the resources now that they can. Yes, exactly. And that's something to talk about. That is so true, and and until more and more people step forward and say, I have HIV, and I'm living well, I'm living okay, and, you know, here's what I did, this is how I maintained, because even even though I'm a working person and I have insurance, there's still a cost to me, and so there are resources for me where I can, uh, that can help me with the cost to get my medication. So, Kevin, tell us from step one. Okay, I'm... I'm going out. I see the mobile unit that says, um, hey, come and get a free test, which is what Sonny and I did when we first got together. We were not mm-hmm. shy about the conversation. We knew we had former relationships, former marriages, former whatever. And um, so we wanted to be, you know, upfront to each Correct. other and say, hey, let's go get let's go get tested. Let's know our status. And if we're serious about this thing, and we're serious about each other. One, we're still going to be together, and we're going to deal with whatever the the results are. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely, we're not going to walk around not knowing. And so we went right. in, we went to the mobile unit, we got tested, and, and fortunate, we were safe and we were okay. Mm-hmm. But say if my story is different, I go. Okay. I don't know if I have it. Boom, I have it. What are my next steps? What What okay. do I do at that point? So, um, you know, you go to your local health departments, the um, aid service organizations. There's so many places a person can go and get an HIV test and get it done for free. Mm-hmm. In the event mm-hmm. that um, your test is reactive, that's the first thing, which means that um, HIV antibodies was detected in the sample that was provided. Mm-hmm. So the 
wherever you're getting your tests done, there should be someone there to guide you through the next steps, which being which would mean um, linkage to care or linking you to a medical provider to get your care and treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, once that appointment is made, someone should be making that appointment for you or at least guiding you or directing you where to go to get treatment. Okay. Once you're a your appointment is made, um, you go see a medical provider, they're going to take a lot of blood. Uh, I've heard 10, 11 vials of blood. They test oh my that God, blood I will pass com- out. <laughs> <laughs> they would test that blood to confirm that you're actually um, positive for HIV. And once they get that um, confirmation, then they will um, provide you with uh, medication. Um, there are I believe about 30 plus HIV medications on the market now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of one pill, once a day pills on the market. They're a lot easier to take than they were um, 20, 25 years right. ago. The side effects are nowhere near as um, severe as it was back then. So the medication mm-hmm. is a lot easier to take. In the event that you don't have insurance, there's the Ryan White program that pays for your medical care. And then there's ADAP, AIDS Drug Assistance Program, that pays for your medication. So you need to be filling out that, the necessary paperwork to get, be qualified for both Ryan White care and ADAP for your medication. And awesome. if, there is, if there is a copay for your medication, the pharmaceutical company has um, uh, programs that will uh, uh, co-pay cards that will help pay for your uh, medication or your copay. So with the insurance that I have, if I didn't have the copay card, I would have to pay $120 a month. I take two different HIV medications. But because mm-hmm. of the copay cards through the pharmaceutical company, I pay nothing. Wow. That's And, you know, I knew a lot, but even as I am making myself more abreast to um, some things, because, you know, you meet people and they ask you questions, and I'm always mm-hmm. uh, trying to make sure that through our outreach ministry, from Words to Action Outreach Ministries, that if we don't have the direct answer, we give you the resources. And so a lot of times right. we are that resource factor. But I'm learning so much more that I didn't even know. And so I knew about some of the things, but I didn't know about the copay. I had oh, no, yeah. no idea about the copay assistance. And so here, here I am, mind you, pretty abreast, you know, pretty uh, well known into activism and things that I'm able to do for other people. But I didn't know that. So I'm saying that to say that. So you have so many people out here with misinformation or no mm-hmm. information at all, and so they're walking around with this thing getting worse and getting worse and getting worse. So so you just gave us information to say, hey, step one, step two, here are the resources when you're worried about can you afford it or can you not afford it? It's been made affordable for you for those that have suffered and died for you prior to that. And, and, And what people don't realize is when you're faced with something that you've never been faced with before, any type of disease, any type of disorder, any type of major trauma, loss, or whatever. The person you were two days ago will not be the person you are today if you are a survivor. 
You are going to usually take drastic measures to save your life or to talk about your cousin or to talk about your best friend. I, you know, I know many people who have started dance programs, organizations, nonprofits, profit business, mm-hmm. T-shirt companies because my best friend died of AIDS and I need everybody to know that I, one, love them, and two, I don't ever want this to happen again. So you become this advocate for life when you are faced with a situation that you never thought you were going to be faced with. Exactly. But the main, exactly. but the main thing, <laughs> right? The main thing is to get the information because Kevin, twenty nine years, twenty nine mm-hmm. years you have lived life when it was a death sentence thirty years ago. And it ago. was not easy. <laughs> and it was not easy because right. there was a time when the doctors told my family you know, to make preparation, preparations. And I didn't think I was going to see my 30th birthday and I'll soon be 53. So that says a whole lot. You know, you have to be a fighter in this. You cannot sit back and, and woe is me and have this pity party. You have to ask questions. If I didn't right. ask questions, if I didn't seek information out for myself, I would not have gotten it. You mm-hmm. have Absolutely. to fight. You have to. You know, or put yourself around somebody who can help you fight or help you get the information or help lift you up. You cannot go through this disease by yourself and alone. You you will not I love survive. That. I love that. And speaking of I, which, guys, I want to bring in, we have um, a, a few callers that we need to go ahead and bring in, and our special guests are um, are sitting and waiting in. So, Jazz, if you will, let's... Um, have uh, our, our beloved brother Arthur J L King, and we also have Miss um, Nicole, as with Halos of Red Foundation. So I'm going to both uh, mic you guys in for live response. Welcome to Loudmouth Radio. It's a pleasure always to have you guys here with us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. <laughs> Good, morning. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You guys, we we do welcome you. We know both of you are, are t- everybody that's on the show is stealing time from either the jobs or meetings or other things. So we, you know, we have a bunch of time to be on the show. We have two hours to be on the show because we, we figure people would have questions and call in. However, we know that your time is limited. Nicole, if you could just hang tight real quick. I want to get JL really uh, fast because I know Absolutely. you're on your way to another meeting. JL, we love you. You know, this is your home always. This is your platform, your baby. Um, and hey, so we want to have you to talk to our audience about Book one, book two, where you are, where you want to go, and what you want the people to know about HIV and having a tough conversation of AIDS. It's, it's always a pleasure, and I wish I had about 10 hours just to talk about me. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I really appreciate what you guys are doing and your efforts to keep up informed. You're right, this is a crazy day for me because I just gave birth last night to my download two books so it's kind of crazy yes, today yes. Uh, i'm excited i'm excited that you know i can continue to be part of the battle and my perspective is i give props and honor to my brother my friend kevin who has been on the mm-hmm. battlefield and to inform people thank about you my HIV. brother no i got you homie 
and to give him props and all those folks who work in that industry that they don't get paid a lot of money, that right. have to do a lot of work, they're stretched to the limits, and they're on the front line of the battlefield to inform and educate our people about the impact of HIV, which is still very much alive and well. Mm-hmm. My job, mm-hmm. obviously, is to reach those who they're not reaching, to inform and to get those who feel that HIV is some bullshit and it's not serious mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I really don't care about it. I'm not scared of it. And you're preaching to each other because I'm still going to do what I do because nothing really has changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My first book came out 14 years ago and folks still getting infected. Folks still have a raw sex. Folks still are not scared of HIV. Like, nobody's scared of no HIV. So my mm-hmm. thing is to use my platform and my name and my words and my work to just let those who feel that it's no big deal understand it is a big deal. Yeah. In, the, uh, in the new book on the download too that drops today, the message is not necessarily about HIV prevention. It's more about creating healthy relationships because I feel mm-hmm. that if you're gay or straight or lesbian or whatever your your identity is, if you have a healthy relationship with your partner Thank you. and both of you are honest and you're not cheating and you're not taking each other's life at risk, then that can be part of decreasing the spread of any HIV or STD. You it's about healthy relationships. So I'm not going mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get my ass kicked again and try to be an HIV educator because that's not who I am or what I'm even trying to do. Mm-hmm. My job is to promote and provide information for people like Kevin and his peers so they can reach folks that they're not reaching. And the bottom Thank line, you. my new yeah. message is healthy relationships will decrease HIV. That is so like true. that, I like that, man. That is so love true. it, baby. Love it. Yes, yes. Because with the, yeah, without well, listen, that I know conversation, Nicole is right there in the background, there she's she's there. You still with us, Nicole? I am. I'm I'm jumping up and down in my seat right now. This is <laughs> this is this is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Because you know what? And this show, I want to remind everybody: if you do want to call in, call in to three four seven. Eight two six seven five two zero. If you have any questions for our our guests, um, or if you have a statement, because you know what, we want to make sure that this is a platform where a lot of people, as Kevin said, and and JL and and Nicole will say, you don't have an opportunity to have a voice if you have a thought that you might have HIV. Who do you talk to? Where do you go? Like JL is saying, you don't have a good relationship with the partner, or if you're not in a serious relationship. Who do you talk to? Where where can you ask the question? Um, which was so key important for me, asking Kevin, what are the steps you take? Because this is somebody who lives with it. This is somebody not only who lives with it and has, when I tell you Kevin really has fought this thing, and for him to still be standing in a, first of all, in a good, healthy, loving marriage. So for the people like they're HIV positive and they can't get married, He's a live, another living witness, but a lot of times you're not able to have these conversations. And so we want to make sure that Loudmouth Radio is the platform for you to be able to call and say, I have it. I have it. I don't have Jazzy. it, but I have somebody I know has it. Mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would ask you to do me one big favor. Instead of saying live with it or have it, say HIV. I yes. love it. Have HIV. Have AIDS. Let's, AIDS. let's I love you for that. Thank you for correcting me. It, it, it is it's yes. derogatory for me. Say say the words. 
I love it. Exactly. I love what it, I Kevin. Say, what I want to I want I want to pitch and say that Kevin, who I love, who I love more than love, is one of the probably the most out, most real, most honest individual who I know who's HIV Paz who has shared his story without any apology or without any hesitation. When you read his story in my new book, it's going to blow your mind. He gave me his story. He could have wrote his own book. I've been trying to get Kevin to write his own book for years. <laughs> but, he, <laughs> why, he never, but he never did. He never did. Maybe that's why. But I Beg him to put his story in my new book. His story is so powerful. And I told him yesterday he's going to be doing a book signing tonight at Morehouse School of Medicine. And he's going to do my book. And I told him my book is his book because his story is in my book. So I need your your listeners to buy the book. And if you don't know anything else, you need to read Kevin's story. It's going to blow you away. I love that. I was just thank you, JL. Love that because I think it's important that we support each other in the endeavors that we all do. I want to, on that note, bring Nicole in to talk about Halos of Red Foundation. I know you guys have to leave, but I do want want you to hear her story and her heart and why she wanted to form Halos of Red Foundation. Nicole, jump on in here, girl. Jumping on in. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, my story. Um, starts with um, my son and his marriage Um, and being young and married and having what um, a healthy relationship, as you said, JL, um, and why it is so very important um, is to to have these tests um, and to be okay with the fact that you, you, you have tested positive. You are living with HIV and AIDS. And, and I agree with you, Kevin. The monster has to come out of the closet. The it, or as the young people are saying now, the package. They have mm-hmm. the package. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, you, you have HIV or you have AIDS. Um, and in losing uh, one of my children, um, I have taken on a whole new perspective of how HIV and how AIDS and this young millennial generation, because this is where I stand in, with not only males but females as well. And what has been brought to my attention um, that I totally missed was how many of our young women also are living with HIV and AIDS and Correct. still continuing, still continuing um, to stay with their partners. Um, and no one is having the discussion. What I am seeing mm. from our young males, 19 to 26, is a mind blower. I mean, a actual mind blower. They are reckless. Mm-hmm. They refuse. They refuse. I mean, it is like completely unheard of for them to be able to say to their next partner, hey, I have HIV. I have, before, yes, yes. I have this before, and here's what I'm doing with my treatment. Where um, my son is located, 4,000 new cases last year of HIV. 4,000 in one county. One county, um, and the age group is the highest between 16 and 24. Um, and I mm-hmm. heard Kevin say, yeah, we got to get into these schools. It's, it's not the colleges um, because they are having sex early. 
And and just as you stated, I mean, our girls feel that having anal sex, as you said, is, is they're still holding on to their virginity. Nothing has changed um, in their world. <laughs> I'm going to pitch in before I bounce off the phone is one of the things, one of the biggest problems, you know, y'all, you know, I like to keep it 100. One of the biggest obstacles that HIV educators and prevention folk have is those who are already HIV who don't give a fuck, and, right. and, they, will, right. and they will tell you, they will tell you in a heartbeat, yeah, I got it. So what? I know and this is real talk. I in the book, I have talked to so many HIV positive young brothers and old heads who say, I oh, fuck wrong. I ain't trying to wear no condom, right. and uh, you know, right. if, if, they, if, they, if they lay up with me and they don't ask my status. Fuck! I'm That's just gonna do what I do. Yeah. So you got that is so true. That is so sad. Who, who, they, they like they like I got you ain't gonna believe this and I got documentation. I got a buddy right now who who's AW pop and he loves loves fucking raw and loves it and he said man I don't care I'm gonna get whoever gets it gets it. So you got a lot of individuals like that that need to be wow. I know HIV is gonna do it but they need to reach. Those brothers and let them know, dude, we gonna never bring this battle if you if you are still spreading it. And that's real right. Yeah, like it, is, yeah. It, is. it is. Purposely spreading it's it. Purposely spreading it. Purposely spreading it. Yeah, and proud and proud of it. And proud of it. I remember first seeing your play, JL. Um, um, you and Chris yeah. wrote just amazing play called Raw, and it just brought tears to my eyes because of that very statement and that very portrayal of that attitude. And, you know, the one thing I, I love, um, Anana Harris wasn't able to come on here, but she started Afri Salsa because she wanted to spread the message through a positive way of dance to, to talk about HIV AIDS. And this was years ago. But one of the things that she would talk about so when I meet a new partner, I don't care if you run from the conversation, you're not the partner that I need. And when Amen. I say she went down, <laughs> right, do you have you had have you had this disease, that disease? When have you been tested? And and when she finished that conversation, it was okay, well we're gonna spend forty eight hours together and we're gonna go get tested and we're not moving from each other until those tests come back if you wanna sleep with me. But you know what your jab is there is because we in society Put so much pressure on single sisters to get a man. Girl, yes. you ain't got no man. Girl, yes. my yep. that's true. Girl, you mm-hmm. you thirty years old and you mm-hmm. ain't got no man. And so and so mm-hmm. they those messages that our young women and boys are getting about the importance of being with somebody makes them lower Put their in them in standards, yeah. and they that's they refuse true. to continue to let guys walk out their lives. Because they having this HIV bullshit conversation. Brother ain't trying to hear that. Mm-hmm. And so, right. so if a sister says, I ain't going to give you none, if we're going to get tested, Negroes will walk away. They'll walk away. Right. Because the next yeah. person will. They'll walk away. And, mm-hmm. and, she, and she ends up, up with nobody. And so the next dude comes to her life that's perfect. She so she just gives it. Him. Yeah, yeah. She right. 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 You're right. right. So like, that dude. Right. Right. Wow, that's, right. real talk. that's real talk. That's real talk. So, so in other words, we got a lot of work to do. 
But you know what? Hey guys, we, um, we have someone too. I think that wants to speak in. If you are uh, call, if you, you listening, go ahead and speak. If you need to leave jail, we understand. Anybody oh, that needs to leave, we understand. If you if you need to go, we appreciate you all for being on. This is going online. amazing. This I is amazing. Everything. Thank you so much. Caller, you're live. Go ahead and speak, love. Okay. All okay. Right. We'll, we'll continue we'll the movement. Just, well, you can you can listen, and we'll we'll continue to talk. So, Nicole, what is it that Halos of Red Foundation? What is your goal for forming this? Where do you want it to go? Where do you and how can people find out more information? Fantastic. <laughs> so, Halos of Red, um, we'd like to. Uh, we'd like to let the monster out of the closet. We'd like to be real. We'd like to be raw because um, the wrap it up movement didn't work. Um, nope. And as we said, it did not work. The um, All the awareness, though, people are doing everything in their power. Awareness is not working. It's nope. time to be real. It's time to be raw. It's time to go into our churches. Where our people go, yes. it's time to arrive at our, at our schools, and it's time to be real. I'm mm-hmm. the mom, and as a mom, I have no problem, as all mothers know, giving it to your children. And as mothers and parents and caregivers, if you do not know how to have the conversation, we're going to show you how to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to invite you to our event so you can hear the conversation, so you can take that back. People don't like real. A real, right. real makes people run. Um, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. They're uncomfortable. It's, they're they need time to save lives, though. Got to start saving it lives. Is. Not having it the conversation is. is killing it. It's killing it. What I'm, what I'm going to do is because because I have a a national and an international platform. I've been blessed to have it for all these years. I'm going to now that I'm back with this. I'm going to to go back on the national network just to mm-hmm. let the folk know the new millenniums and the generation X's and how this thing is real, y'all. Y'all tripping? Yes. Like, I've been invited to be. Yes. I've been invited to be on the. I've been invited to be on the real, and the real reaches my audience. You know, the oh, real yes, reaches my yes. audience. That's I've been invited. Right. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy wants me to be back on her show again. Steve Harvey has already said he wants me back on his show awesome. again to talk about this. So I have one of the, I'm probably one of the few individuals that have that type of national platform. You know, so I'm yeah. one of the few. Mm-hmm. And the HIV educators, educators who feel that I probably hurt them more than help them, I, they need to realize I'm helping them more than hurting them. Yeah, yeah. they don't get invited. They right. don't get invited by Wendy or the Real or Steve Harvey. None of them do. I right. do. So if right. I can get on the Real or Wendy or the View or Oprah or anybody and talk about the impact of HIV, I think that I should be supported by those who don't have that platform. Right, right. right. But you know, well, you, you have my support. <laughs> yeah, it's a correlation. It's a correlation, and I think JF this time around. You're coming at it with way more wisdom. Um, you know, yes. it, it was a time of you also letting people know about, hey, listen, I, I need to tell you my truth about who I love and how I right, love. Right, right. And so right. It, it was a right. whole lot. This ain't about this ain't about time. accumulating friends. You can't you can't but accumulate no, exactly, friends in this process. Exactly. Yeah, you know you know you know what that kid back in that response is, and you know if if, if for for those you know um, Nicole, I know that your organization is fairly new to the to the hemisphere, but but look at JL, yeah. you know, go back and, and look at him proudly uh, and boldly saying, 
in front of America and say, look, this is what's going on. And these down low brothers were hate, hating. When I say hating, yes. hating. Yes. Hating. <laughs> yes. And, and, and he sure. made people uncomfortable because it was the truth. And it was not right. something that it wasn't slander. It was true. So, right. you I just, know, I, 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 I wanted my truth. I stood yeah, in my truth. And you I told had my to. story. And I have not let any of my haters stop me from doing nothing. Right. That's right. That's right. But you can't. And, no. and, and nope. Nicole, halos of redfoundation.org. Um, I'm, I'm saying this right now because I want to get some hard stats. Um, if you go to the website for Nicole's organization, Halos of Red Foundation dot org, just some things that are very prevalent. If you're listening to this and you want to just shy away from it, now let me give you some real hard facts. Thirty six point seven plus million people globally are living with HIV. One point eight plus million newly infected people have been diagnosed with HIV. And over one million have died from AIDS related illnesses. That was just in two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. New infections, over a million. Over a million have died just in 2016 alone. And I'm, I'm sure that, you know, as we get to the end of this part of the year, it's going to be interesting to see where we've changed or adjusted since last year. Right. So, and, you, and you know, for... I got, 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 I got to bounce, but my book signing is in Atlanta Saturday from 12 to 4. Uh, at my apartment complex at 740 Sydney Marcus Boulevard. I'm going to have a few books here. This is the unofficial release before I start my national and international tour next year. So if any of your listeners want to stop by, meet me, get an autograph copy. Uh, it's Saturday, 12 And how much are they, J.L.? $20 if you want to stop and get one. 26 if I have to mail it to you. Perfect, perfect. We're definitely going to support that. I love, hey, I love, I love you guys. I love you guys to death. Uh, love I you got too, back. Let, me, let me know what you need love from you me. And to, the other, and to the other sister on the phone, keep doing your thing. We'd love to I meet you soon. We'd love, yes. love to get a copy of my book in your hands so you can also serve as a as a, uh, a person that gets my message to those who, mm-hmm. who need to hear. Mm-hmm. I love Absolutely. it. Well, thank, thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Y'all be, y'all be I'll see you later, man. Yep, I love you, you, JL. All right, cool. Man, guys, I'm going to tell you something. It is one of these days where you just really have to, um, you know, address the real statements and the real issues. And, you know, JL, we watched him over the years, you know, just kind of go through it. You know, Ethic Mm -hmm. and line has had the real um, experience of having adversity, Especially doing something that maybe is not the norm, or society is not agreeing upon, or even your own family—from you know LGBT rights, gay marriage, now HIV, AIDS—you know um, the quote unquote everybody want to make it the gay sex, and all you know all of those types of things that are real uh, things that have to be spoke about. And, and I think the time is this is not by by error; it's the perfect alignment, and it, it has a purpose. Um, this is an amazing time that, period to say that we've had all of these people on the platform at one time, Jazzy. I think so, um, for sure. I want, the parallel, before, before you, yeah. Before you get off, before everybody goes, I do want to just quickly, briefly say that um, a lot of times in the brown and black communities and, and communities of other ethnicities, the conversation is just like taboo. It's not going to be spoken about. 
Nobody wants to deal with it because of Christianity, Muslim, all of the other religions. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to say it because it shouldn't be done. It shouldn't be heard. It shouldn't be talked about. And so we kind of cover it over and cover it over and cover it over. The saddest part is it is so prevalent. It's so huge in these communities because it's not being talked about. And I would even go a step further when, J- when JL is talking about healthy relationships. You know, we're, we're always connecting those relationships to boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you know, dating, so forth and so on. But there is a relationship with me and my mom. There's a relationship for me and my pastor. There's a relationship right. that we have. And if we're not right. having healthy relationships in the faith, and if we're not having healthy relationships in the black and brown communities and, and the Muslim and Hispanic communities, and in the African if Africa can talk about it to five- and six-year-old girls because they're being raped by men who feel like if I have sex with a young virgin then I can pass the HIV virus or AIDS virus to them. That's what they're being told, and that's what they're being told. So our children, it's sad, but our children um, in other countries are being taught AIDS and HIV um, prevention. They're even being taught, um, one group is learning um, technical techniques that if a man runs up on you as a young girl or boy, how you're able to fight them off. So that you will not be raped. See, we got to have a real conversations in church. We got to have a real conversations in the black and brown community. It can no yes, longer be, you know, it's somebody but, else's problem. <laughs> but, you know, Jazzy, you, you said an important thing about the church. The church has failed us in this epidemic. Yes. They yes, failed That's us. That's true. Yes. And, even, yes. and even in my own experience, when, and when I... Um, was first diagnosed, and I asked my pastor at the time when I was living mm-hmm. in Chicago to come and pray with me. He came to the house with two other deacons, and he wanted to speak to me alone. And mm-hmm. the words he said to me was, I don't want to know what's wrong with you. Wow. And that hurt my heart, because how can mm-hmm. you pray for mm-hmm. me if you don't mm-hmm. know what's wrong with me? Come on. And it was, at that, mm-hmm. it was at that time that I had a distaste for church. And I yeah, stopped mm-hmm. going for several yeah, years mm-hmm. because of that, because of that statement he made to me. Mm-hmm. And this is somebody, this is a church that I grew up in. This is a church at the time that I married my, he married my wife and I at that time. But for you to come and tell me, you don't want to know what's wrong. And he knew you what don't was going know. on. Of course, mm-hmm. well, he probably had it himself because you know, we don't want to, you, you, you know how we do. You know how we do, in, 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 and it's, I don't mean to single black churches out or brown churches out like we're the only ones because, honey, sweetie, sugar darling, we so are not. The difference Correct. between predominantly Caucasian or Anglo-Saxon or white churches, white people, and the culture itself is that they will have a conversation far faster right. than right. we will You're right. have. They will seek treatment triple times faster than we will do it because they don't mind talking. Now, that doesn't mean every single white family or white church or organization is going to be open and acceptive to HIV and AIDS. So we're not going to pretend like that. We're going to be real on the show. But what I mean Mm -hmm. is that oftentimes black and brown families and cultures and churches and organizations, we're so limited in the conversation because we have been shamed into conversations all of our lives. You know, uncle and papa and granddaddy and mama and auntie and them have done things that we have always been told. You don't talk about it. You keep it in the you house. You don't talk about you it. You don't mention it. Right. You don't take it right. to the street. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in the house. Mm-hmm. It's our business. 
So having those having those um, situations put on you when you're in these type of uh, families and, and churches and organizations, it makes you keep silent. And in the silence, there is death. And in the silence, right. there is fear. And in the silence, there is shame. And in order for us to be whole, and in order for us to live a life of longevity, even living with HIV, even living with AIDS, if you live one more day, in that one more day, what is your quality of life? Mm-hmm. What is the, t- as Nicole says, who's coming to touch me? Who's coming to help me wash my clothes? Who's coming to take me to the grocery store? Because you're so afraid afraid that if I touch you, I'm going to get this thing. Right. right. I'm going to get this monster. I'm going to get this. Sigma. And the saddest, mm-hmm. and the sad, saddest thing for me, if we didn't say the word AIDS, if we didn't say the word HIV, if we named all of the little, if we said, well, I have pneumonia. Well, pneumonia came from the fact that I have the virus because I can't ward off anything. Well, if I have cancer, it's better if I say, well, you know, I have cancer and I'm dying of cancer. But the minute I say mm-hmm. I have HIV and I, ha- I have contracted cancer because my body won't fight anything away, mm-hmm. now it's taboo. <laughs> right. Now we can't say nothing else because the big bad wolf has been spoken. And so it is imperative for us that are a black African American, whatever, however you want to call brown people, whatever you want to call us, age people, people like like Kevin, senior citizens are dying of AIDS and HIV. Hello, people, because quote unquote they're not supposed to have sex anymore after you get to a rotten old age. (laughs) Well, we have to have a desire. The thing is, is now that you know. Uh, men are has the blue pill now, so right. you know if you got right. three or four men right. That's right. living in a senior facility and you got multitude of women, well, guess what? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. ten, twelve women for those for every one, two, three, four, five men because it's more women in senior facilities and, and than men. That's right. That's so right. You're speaking what? the truth. They got the blue pill. It's rising mm-hmm. again. So now I can go out and get me a little young thing. I can get this lady mm-hmm. in the building. Mm-hmm. And I can contract yeah. HIV from the prostitutes. But now yeah. I can go up and down each floor in the senior building and get any woman I want. And I'll pass. Mm-hmm. Right. See, That's and people, don't, they don't believe that. They don't believe that. Or they don't believe that I had oral sex. And I'm not even with that person. I'm good. I'm fine. But I have sores mm-hmm. in my mouth, and, and so you, now we're well, right. that old bad. And you gotta talk to your, mm-hmm. you gotta talk to your your young boys, these parents that have these young boys yes. that are out here. <clears throat> Especially if you know you, you still have some some young men, young women too. At this at this age, this newer generation, they're exploring that sexual, you know, the the, the, right. the sexual the sexuality still. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So they they may be going from boys to girls and, and if they exactly. are they like, real, and it's acceptable yeah. to them. And back and forth. It's very yeah. acceptable, acceptable to them. So yes, they gotta know is. how to protect themselves and, and these are the conversations. Matter of fact, I'm a, I'm gonna give you an even better message. If you don't feel the comfortability of having this conversation, feel free to take this show today and send it to yeah. them and say, I need you to listen to this. Because there That's, are yeah. parents that don't know how to have a yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. They don't know how, mm-hmm. they don't know the stats. They don't know all of the, the aspects to speak on. But hear from people who are right here today 
having this conversation mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and allow this to open up the, you know, open up the room with not only them, but also their friends. Play their it right friends. together with them. Because mm-hmm. trust me, right. they, and leave a, and another, they leave you, they're going to have that conversation with their friends and say, you know, my mama tried to make yeah, me this they sure try to say this. So allow them, and then that's something that you can bring them together to have a safe space and allow them to know and recognize, even though you may not know how to comfortably start the conversation, sit this in mm-hmm. front of them, and then that allows them to know that I can have this conversation with you. Right. Right. Exactly. Don't even press them, but just allow them to ask and inquire questions or ask what their thoughts are and just see where it goes. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's well, good. Kevin, what were you going to say? When my, when my daughter was a teenager, my house was the hangout for the teenagers, all the girls mm-hmm. and boys. Mm-hmm. And I told mm-hmm. every one of their parents, I'm going to give them condoms, and we're going to talk about sex. And if you have a problem with it. that, don't let your child come to let my house. Let your child come. Right. I love that. So, and trust that. and believe, I had good. a house full of teenagers, and we talked. Mm-hmm. And they felt comfortable talking to me. Even to this day, they're grown, and they still come and, and um, ask my opinion, even as adults, on, on things that they're going through. But I, mm-hmm. I made it a, 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 a open, a comfortable safe space and safe for them space. to have the conversation, you know. And, and and another thing I wanted to bring up, too, is that we have to understand that living in a rural community is so totally different than living in an urban community. People mm-hmm. don't want to go to their local health department because my auntie worked there or my neighbor wow. worked there, so I don't want them to know why I'm coming to the clinic to get a test. So wow. they don't test. Or they can't Correct. get to the next major city to get a test because they don't have the money or they don't have a car or they don't have transportation to get there. So that's another problem. Wow. It's a huge problem. You know, oh, my goodness. You know, I didn't think about that. I didn't think oh, about yeah. it from the rural perspective. I, I mean, I, I know that that's an issue, but I just didn't think about it from the, you know, sometimes we forget our outskirts. Yep. Um, we, yep. we forget the places that only have 4,000 people, 300 people, you know, mm-hmm. 20,000 people. And everybody people know your name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They know your entire and that, family. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? So we're here, so, and I know Nicole, this is one of the things that Nicole has talked to us about, of some things that she wants to do, not only here in Atlanta, but, you know, Nicole has has lived in several other states, and I know that she is um, actively working on the nonprofit that's been established to also become a foreign nonprofit so that she can go in other areas that's near and dear to her right. heart. But what, so what are the thought processes, Kevin and Nicole, I'll, I'll put this both to you. Kevin, I'll ask you first, and then Nicole. Um, what, so in that situation, and not only rule, just period. So if I can't get, you know, Brad to go to, uh, the the health department because his aunt is there or if I can't get Shakita to go and be tested who do I talk to how do I then campaign in that area what what would be your suggestion of, because I'm all so, about doing <laughs> right there's an eight, uh, 800 uh, hotline and uh, if you call the, I don't know the number off the top of my head but if you call the eight, uh hotline number they can tell you where to go there are some agencies or organizations that will come to you and do your mm. test for you they'll meet you somewhere you just have to ask questions you have to do some research everybody has a smartphone or some kind of tablet or smartphone or something get on the internet 
and look for the information. I you have it. to ask questions. Um, hey, I'll take tests on somebody to call me. I don't want to come to your agency, but can you bring a test home? I sure can. Where you want me to that. meet you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. So as an organization, we need to be able to have, if we don't know how to do it ourselves, we need to definitely have staff or other other organizations to partner with us so that we'll be able to have those things on hand is what you're saying. Almost oh, definitely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I love that. Nicole, what are your thoughts? Because I know you know some areas that are very similar. So what what are your Correct. thoughts and ideas of what you would, would like to see and do with your organization? I would like to, just as, you know, Kevin stated about having a hotline, I would like Kayla's of Red to also have a number that we can get you transportation. So if you do live in a rural area or in an area where you yourself are very popular and don't wish to be shown, that we can get you to the next place. Um, mm-hmm. Several, you know, mm-hmm. places have, you know, other cities connected right to them, but you need transportation to get there. So to right. be able to provide you transportation um, that is non-judgmental, um, that is full of love and acceptance to say, we'll be happy to pick you up. And if you'd like, we'll be happy to be right there with you. Um, because it is that. a very nerve-wracking time. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're scared to death. Um, and just to have someone who is non-judgmental, non-biased, and honestly cares and accepts you and will be right there to hold your hand and have that conversation on the way home so you can cry, scream, whatever you need to do, we'll be right there to supply you with that. I love that. Would that would be perfect. We're going to take a quick commercial break, guys, because, you know, we have to pay the bills. When we come back, I want right. both of you to be able to, in our wrap-up, to give your um, numbers of information of how people can contact you directly if that's what you desire for them to know. Um, and so we're going to take a real quick break and come right back. Sounds okay. good. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Bright on Former Wear by Jakar is located at 215 Old Town Way in McDonough, Georgia, celebrating their one-year anniversary with select wedding gowns up to $500 off, bridesmaids' dresses up to $50 off, mother, bride, and groom, prom, and concierge up to $100 off. All accessories 10% off, such as veils, jewelry, garter, headpieces, and more. Make sure you stop in today again at 215 Old Town Way in the heart of McDonough. 678-884-6458, and you can find them online at jacarsbridal.com. Excellent, excellent. Um, I want to come back real quick, and I do want to say this to the young people. I'll say this directly, young, um, old, older, mature, whatever. But I really want to kind of talk to the young people, and I want to say to you directly, number one, we love you. Let me just start there because you may not have heard that from anybody in a very long time, if ever. You may have been told you're nothing, you're worthless, you are, you know, you're sick, you're whatever. And you may have been put out, you may have been shunned, shamed, um, and all of those things. We on Loudmouth Radio today love you. And that today could be any day because this is an archive show. But wherever you are, know that you are not alone, though you may feel so alone. We are on this show either directly dealing and living with HIV or AIDS, 
and or indirectly as um, activists, as moms, uncles, dads, um, concerned citizens. We have resources. Listen to me. We have resources that can help you go from I have no clue what I'm doing, I'm totally afraid, I'm totally lost, to here's your medication, this is the transportation opportunity, this is the hug, this is the love, this is the food, this is the care. And if you are all the way to the other spectrum, to the other end, and you are dying, because let's be real, okay, people are dying, but before they die, they're in a dying process. We love you. We're sending you hugs right now. We're sending you care right now. We're telling you that you are worth it, that you are somebody that that you're a mistake, that you're not feeling safe enough and being embarrassed has brought you to the end of your life. Today, we love you. And know that if you are the family member of somebody that is dying, that not only myself, not only Sonny, the producer, Kevin, but definitely Nicole has felt this. She is a mom who has felt this. And she is one that I can tell you right now understands where you are. There is resources for those family members who don't know how to deal with this. For families who are dying, we are here to embrace you. And Nicole, give them your phone number that they are able to call you and just say, hey, I don't know what to do. And that number... Yeah, that number is four seven zero two oh six eight five six. That's four seven zero two zero six eight five eight six. And as as Jazzy said, please just call me. If you want to have a conversation, just call me. If you just need to know that someone's there, please call me. Uh, mm-hmm. I am here for you. This line is always open and always available for you. Please. I love it, and that's Nicole um, with Halos of Red Foundation. You can find that at halosofredfoundation.org. Uh, the, the foundation is still being built. Ideas are still being accepted, and it is coming together. If you would like to donate, there is a donation button on the website that you're able to give so that all of these resources and all of this love and care is uh, freely given. So continue to follow this organization and foundation. It's coming from the heart. It's not coming from um, being puffed up and wanting to get in on the end, but it's definitely coming from a personal place of love. And, Nicole, we appreciate you so very much for coming on and sharing your story um, and coming on and giving your bit of information to help somebody along the way. Kevin, I know you love real good, real good. How can we get in contact with you and, and the organizations that you work with? All right. Um, I work for Anise Incorporated. That's A-N-I-Z Incorporated. And you can reach us at um, www.anise.org. Our phone number is 404-521-2410. And we're located at 236 4th Street. Atlanta, Georgia, 30303. We're across the street from the Greyhound Station and Magic City. Hey, and they know what that is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's, That's a good place that to be. <laughs> That's a good place to be oh, for wow. help. That's a good place to be for help. And, and just know that 
we here at Loudmouth are always able to be reached. Um, we're social media, uh, we're digital online um, network, but we're all over. So we're able to meet you, greet you, and find other resources and organizations. Honestly, anywhere in the world. We've traveled in the last few years with uh, uh, Loudmouth Marketing um, Group, as well as from Words to Action Outreach Ministries. We've traveled 18 states, five countries. So we're everywhere. And so anywhere we can find our hands to do good, to spread the news, to uh, bring it into a light where people can understand whatever the topic it is that we're talking about. And today it's HIV and AIDS. We want to make sure that we're able to be present. So you're always able to go online because we already know everybody can get online. So you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and we're just and on, on our own uh, website. I'm sorry, which is loudmouth.com. That's loudmouth with two D's, loudmouthradio.com. And you can find us and be able to contact us, and we'll be able to get you the information that you need to have. Thank you, everyone, for coming on today because I think it was definitely overdue, definitely needed, um, and we're embarking in so many new undertakings to make sure the world is a better place. There's so much going on. But you know what? One person at a time. One person at a time. And we can do that. We can't save the world. We want to. We can't save the world. But we can work with you one person at a time. And I just want you to know today, once again, this is from Jazzy. This is from my heart. You are worthy. And you are so loved. You are worthy. And you are so loved, even with HIV, even with AIDS, even with any disability, even with being light skin, brown skin, dark skin, white skin, even with being poor, even being rich, you are so loved and you are so worthy. Remember that today and make the calls, make the contacts, make the connections. Love you much. And I'm going to sign off. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.